Okay, and there's nice we do tonight, so we're going to first finish up the halachas of shikha with regarding to trees. Uh, forget, forgetting Paris when they're still on the trees. And uh, then we get into the next halacha. The next halacha is peret, which is actually leket, but uh, with regards to grapes. Talk about that when we get there. So first of all, shikhan trees. Up until now, so uh, we've been magdir, when exactly you can consider something shikha, when you can consider it forgetting, and when you can't. Our Mishnah talks about three different cases where we've done as to whether something is called shikha, or three of them we say that it's not. The first one is if you have a tree which is uh, directly in the center of basically nine trees. The scenario is you have three rows of uh, olive trees, right, which sort of, uh, you know, outline your field. And in between the olive trees, then you have patches of vegetables. That's the way they used to do things. Earlier on in the Masechta, we talked about if in such a scenario, so each patch of vegetables is considered its own field, the Gabi, the Halachas of Peah. But the scenario of the Mishnah is, is that, let's say you have, for argument's sake, three rows of three trees, right? So if the middle tree, right, in the middle row, the middle tree, uh, is forgotten, is that considered to be shikha? And the halacha is that it's not. It's a machlek is why not? The Rav says, Rav Mibartanura says, because of the fact that since it's ensconced right in the middle of the field, so there's a good chance you won't see it, so we don't consider it uh, shikha. The Gra has a different shot. He says that since it's a specific tree, it's a Dover Mesuyim. You're, you're clearly going to come across that one often. So uh, just because you overlooked it in the beginning, that's not called Shikha. So that's one halacha we talk about. The second halacha we talk about is that uh, just as in all of the other cases of Shikha, so if you... Uh, have sasayim on a tree, tusa on a tree, so that's too significant to be called shikha. However, that halacha is only true if you didn't start cutting off the pears of the tree. If you start cutting off the pears of the tree, even if the tree has sasayim, and then you forgot about it, that is clearly called shikha, because you can't say that it's so significant that you won't forget, because you did forget. <clears throat> Finally, the third case where we say that it's not shikha is let's say that you're uh, harvesting the tree and you leave a bunch of paris on the bottom. The fact that there are paris on the bottom that you're going to have to come and take back, so it shows that you didn't forget about the tree. Rabbi Meir is even more mekel. We'll get to Rabbi Meir's shita when we uh, get there, but let's see the Mishnah inside. So it's Mishnah Beis. Zayishinimtza oimed bein shalashurei shal shnei malbanim. So you have a uh, tree, a zayis, which is between three rows, it's the middle tree of the three rows, the middle row and the middle tree. Shalshnei um, malbanim, malbanim are those patches of vegetables which they used to put in between the, uh, the zayas trees, between the palm trees. V'shachai, and you forgot that middle tree. Eno shikha, that's not shikha. Either because it's a dover mesuyim or because of the fact that it's hidden by the rest of the trees. Zayas shiyesh boisasayim v'shachai. If you have a zayis that has a tusa and you forget about it, ain't no shikha, it's too significant to be called shikha. Bamed varmamurim, but when is that? Bizman shaloi hiskelbay. That's when you didn't start to harvest the tree. Aval im hiskelbay, but if you start cutting down the pears from the tree and then you forget about it, 
And of course, this is talking about well, you don't have Paris laying on the bottom because then it wouldn't be shikha, right? But you start to you start to harvest it. You take away the Paris. Um, even if you have this special tree that we talked about yesterday, that uh, it's a flowing olive tree in its uh, in its season, that everybody knows that this is a really good tree and it's going to produce a lot. And you forgot about it. That's considered to be shikha. The third Allah, Kozman Shiyeshloi Tachtov. Anytime you have Paris on the bottom of the tree, Yeshloi Bereshai. So then uh, it's not considered to be um, forgetting about that which is on the top. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, even if you don't have anything sitting on the bottom, but if you didn't check in between the branches to make sure there's nothing there, so you can't consider be considered to have forgotten about that tree either. We don't paskin like Rabbi Meir. Okay, now we get to the halachas of Peret. What is Peret? So in Parshish Kedoshim, in the Pasuk that talks about Peret, talks about the Leket, so it says there, that you cannot gather up the individual grapes of your vine. Just like there's a halach of leket, right, which we paskin that if one or two shibalim fall out of the pile, you can't take them. Three, you can, right? Three is significant, two is not significant, you have to leave it there. Same thing is if you pick off a cluster of grapes from the vine and one or two gra- grapes fall from the vine, so then you can't pick them up. Three, you are allowed to pick them up. So that's the halacha of uh, parrot. Just as we have a halacha in leket, that leket means that the shibalim fall by themselves. I lost my grass, but let's say I get stuck by a thorn or a hornet stings me and I drop a couple. So that's not considered to be leket. Similarly, we'll find that with parrot, let's say that I'm cutting down the cluster of grapes and then my hand gets stuck. It gets twisted up in the vine and, I lose, and then I lose the grapes, the grapes fall to the floor, and one or two falls off of the cluster. That's not considered to be parrot either. It has to be that I naturally lost uh, one, or two of the, one or two of the grapes. And also we'll find that in parrot, let's say that I decide I don't want to lose any grapes. So I put a net on the bottom of the tree. So it's going to catch everything that I lose my grasp on. So that's considered to be gezel aniyam. I'm not allowed to do that. So that's what we have in Mishnah Gimel. Ezehu peret. What is peret? Hanosher b'shas b'tzira. Those are the grapes that fall at the time that I'm harvesting the grapes. Hayabaitzer, let's say that I'm harvesting the grapes. And okatzesa eshkol, and I cut off the cluster. Huspach ba'olim, but now I get the... My hand or the cluster gets twisted up in the branches and I can't pull it out. But nafal miyadai, I lost my grasp of the whole cluster and it falls onto the ground. Nafal yadai la'aretz, it falls out of my hand onto the ground. Vinifrat, and one or two grapes fall off. Harehu shobalabayis, that's not considered to be parrot because it didn't fall out from my grasp. It fell out because of the fact that I got my hand stuck and... Uh, Heaven from let's say well, let, let's call it an unnatural cause. Next, if somebody puts a basket underneath the vine so that there shouldn't be parrot, while he's harvesting the grapes, he's considered to be robbing the anim of what's theirs of parrot. 
Al Zen Nemar, and this is what it says in the Pasuk of Mishle, we had this Pasuk before, Al Taseg Gvul Oilim, that you are not allowed to uh, encroach on the boundaries of the Oilim. The Oilim over here are the Aniyim. Okay, that's the Halacha of Peret. Next time we get into the Halacha of Oilalais, another Halacha that, uh, another one of the Matnis Aniyim that we talk about. We've got Pek, we've got Peya, Leket, Shikha, Peret, Eilalais, and then finally we'll get to Meiser Aniyim, Meiser Ani, and that's, that will be the last thing that we talk about in the Masechta. Have a good night.